see how this thing works. It's my first time on here. We gonna start from scratch. And actually what made me even wanna jump on right now is because I was just watching somebody else or listening to somebody else and it just dropped out. I don't know if they was done talking or I came late or what, but it just dropped out. And it's just, just like, you know what? That inspired me to just open up one for myself. I just got through studying literally all day for this uh, CEH exam. Certified Ethical Hacking. Um, been doing that literally all day since 8 a.m. this morning. So it kind of feel good to be able to just talk and release um, anything that's on my mind. Shout out to Mojo, first one in the room. Again, I just opened this up, just started talking. Um, anybody want to join, feel free to jump up. What the fuck is your problem? That's really what I'm talking about. Because um, we all got problems. What we don't have is solutions. And this is just a spot that that I intend on doing um, weekly just to release. You know, it's like, shit, we all got problems. You can just come here and start to express, but not in a, in a manner where we just complain. It's like you express your problem so that you can find a solution at the end of the day. Um, more often than not, we just like to, you know, expose our problems on each other and say what's wrong with the world. But no one ever points out, like, what's right. If something is wrong, on the other side of that, something is right. If something is right on the other side of that, something is wrong. And I don't, I think we don't pay attention enough to that. Um, we just focus on one-sided things. It's either good or bad. And life is never really like that. Um, life is more so, for me, it's, it's an experience. So today might have been a good day. Tomorrow might be a bad day. But you can even break that day down into segments and say it might have just been a bad moment. And we just stretch that out over a day, stretch it out over a week, over a month, so on and so forth. So with this space, you know, I'm just inviting anybody, everybody, um, just to express, like, what's your problem? What's something that's bothering you? What's something that you would like to find a solution to? Um so much that's going on in the world right now, it's like, do you even see solutions? Uh, I talk to people on a daily, and one thing that I'm starting to notice is not everybody can see solutions. Um, a lot of us only can see problems, whether it's within ourselves, within others, we only see what's wrong. And that affects your reality. If all you can see is uh, one side, imagine I'll say it like this. Imagine only being able to see out of one eye. If you just put your left hand over your left eye right now, you just cut off 50% of your vision. You can no longer see out the left side. You only see straight into the right. So you have a huge blind spot in your vision. And we are walking around like that. Some of us got a hand over one eye. Some of us got both eyes closed. <laughs> um, some of us got both eyes closed and we swear that, you know, we can see. 
And so for me, I find a therapy, a relaxation, a peace and expression and being able to um, talk with a dialogue that leads somewhere, not just a bunch of yelling and screaming. We're arguing. Um, We can have more constructive debates versus just these destructive arguments that we're having, whether it be on social media or in the news. It seems like somebody's arguing about something. And you watch it, and then you leave, and you feel, I guess, even more lost than before you went into the argument. You might, you may have even sat there and agreed with some points, but never felt like they actually got to the bottom of it. And a lot of times we end up doing that. We're just sitting there, just nodding our heads with each other and agreeing. It's like, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And then we walk away. And you feel good because you got to agree with somebody. For me, though, I find a lot of a lot of uh, a lot more understanding within a disagreement. Um, When you can discuss with somebody. Who is open minded. um, You it kind of leads you to that. You don't end up feeling empty. You don't end up feeling lost. You don't end up feeling like you just gave all your energy to something. And now you're still wondering what is it at the end of the day, you're able to find a solution to your problem. You're able to get that release. And it's within that, that I personally find Um, my tranquility. So I don't go around necessarily looking for arguments, but I do go around looking to solve problems because it's that when somebody has a problem and you solve it, you're a superhero. It's like Superman. That's Batman. That's Wonder Woman. They solve problems and we look at them as superheroes because they solve problems. Um, So everyday people When we understand, you see every day more and more how people are superheroes, how you are um, a superhero, superhuman. Um, And I think I'll just go into that. Like my problem is that we're not acknowledging that more, that you don't acknowledge your superhuman ability, that you don't acknowledge your superpower, that you're not... um, believing in yourself to the point that you see Batman, Iron Man, Superman, Wonder Woman, Captain America, whoever, and you identify with them. You may not be able to physically fly or have physical super strength, but you understand how that really is just an analogy and it relates more so to you and your daily walk in life. I mean, how many of you go throughout your day and you do something and you might not even know how you did it. I don't know how I did that, but I did it. How is that not a super ability? How is that not you being unique? How many of us are here today and can say, I don't know how I'm here today. I probably should have been, you know, dead or somewhere else or lost or, but I'm here today. How is that not superhuman? 
Why is it that we look outside of ourselves for inspiration, for things to believe in when the greatest example is right in front of you in the mirror? Do you understand that? Do you see that? Or do you have the doubt which affects your belief? Because that's my problem. Is that when I'm approaching people and I'm pushing that envelope because I, I, I push buttons because I want each individual that I come across to understand like you are capable of what ever you want to do and i'm not just saying that like in a cliche like believe in yourself no i'm serious i believe that if you want to fly if you believe in it enough you'll do it i just i see it as we're so inundated and bogged down with this negative belief of self and so i project that on everybody else so because i don't have a high belief in myself I won't have a high belief in you. I'll tell you, oh, that's not possible. Um, I don't think so. It, uh, man, I just don't know. It's because how I look at myself. The moment that I have that belief in myself, that understanding that, you know what? I don't care who believes me. I believe me. Everything becomes possible. And that in that moment, you actually become crazy. And so something that's coming to my mind now is a question is, are we all just avoiding <laughs> being crazy? Or do we all have a fear of being crazy? And that craziness is just believing in yourself to a point where nothing else matters. Doubt doesn't exist. You know how confident a person has to be to believe in themselves? We oftentimes call that cockiness and it can be to a person who's you know not truly centered in themselves who's not balanced but for a lot of us that confidence when you have that belief in yourself it makes others uncomfortable it makes other people uncomfortable and so for me I would love for us to be more comfortable being uncomfortable. Like it's okay that that person isn't comfortable being around you as long as you're expressing you. If you're not being yourself, then nobody's going to want to be around you. But if you are being authentic to yourself, who you are, you shouldn't care if people want to be around you or not. Because it's that that is showing you who can stand you and who can't. So why would we want to pretend? Why would we want to be anybody else to allow people who don't really like us, wouldn't be around us, don't associate with us, don't appreciate us? Why would we want those people to be around? I'll take a second just to think about that because that's something that um, I don't just ask things to you know, ask them their, their personal questions to myself, because if we're being honest, these are all things that we've experienced, all things that we've been through throughout life, um, where we're constantly asking ourselves questions. The thing 
that we don't do is answer them or we don't trust that answer. We seek for others because we, we trust outside of ourselves. And I want you to validate what I am believing, what I am feeling. And if I trust you enough, your response will either validate what I'm feeling or it'll make me feel less of myself. That that's that's a huge problem. Because anything that can make me feel less of myself has control. Has power. Because at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, if you look at yourself and you say, I'm a wonderful person, if you look at yourself and you say, I'm intelligent, I'm beautiful, I'm sophisticated i'm whatever it is that you tell yourself and someone says no you're not and you believe them then who has the power in that situation when you get to the point where you can say i am this and somebody says no you're not and it doesn't affect you now you have the ability to control your surroundings to control your future to bring your dreams to life because our dreams don't come to life simply because we don't believe in them. A lot of people can add a lot of other qualifiers to things, but I've been on this earth for a short period of time. But in that, I pay close attention to myself and my surroundings. And one thing that I noticed about me is that when I was a kid, they told me, if you believe, you can achieve. And we would say that over and over and over. And then as an adult, I recognized that whenever I did not believe, it didn't happen. Or I'll put that, I'll put that, I'll say it um, a little different. Whatever I believed happened. If I believed that I would fail, I failed. If I believed that I would succeed, I succeeded. Whatever I believed in, that's what happened. It didn't matter who else was next to me. If I believed that we were going to lose, it didn't matter how much you talked to me, we losing. And if you've been around somebody like that, it's like you're convincing them that it's okay. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you leave and they're back to no, no, no. And once I recognized that at the end of the day, it was me, I worked on that. I began to develop myself to believe more in something. Just choose one thing at a time. And the, one of the first things that I started with was me. Believing in myself. However, when I say believing in myself, it meant when it pertained to something specific, because we don't know how to do this thing called life. We're all learning. This is all an experience. So you have to, uh, you have to work at it. And in working at it, that means um, you got to try different things. 
I don't really like that word, try. You have to do different things. You have to express different thoughts. You got to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. We have to fall in love with experimentation. The scientific method tells you, first you don't succeed, try it again. Try it again. Because there is no such thing as a failed experiment. The results show you something happened. So what I did for myself is I I had to admit something that was hard. That was like the first step. And so a lot of things we don't want to admit are like current things. You're not, it's going to be hard for you to admit something current, something active right now. So I went back into my past and I went to high school. And I remember when I was in high school, I was on the, the basketball team. Um, and I was, I was really good. Just naturally good. However, um, I was also, I didn't know this at the time, but I was um, a people pleaser. Because I was like most teenagers, we have that fear of not having any friends, man. It's like, oh my God. Oh my goodness. If as teenagers, we did not fear having no friends, we might be adults. We probably have the whole world as friends. But anyway. Um, as any teenager, you, you know, you want to do what your friends are doing. So I was also coming from, um, an impoverished, impoverished community. So I live with my grandmother and, uh, she raised four boys along with cousins and, you know, everything else, but we didn't have the most lavish lifestyle. Of course, I, I had days where we didn't eat, lights were off. You know, typical story of growing up in the hood. Typical story of, you know, single parent um, lifestyle in this country or in this world. So when it came to playing for the team, I couldn't afford uh, the team fee. And so my friend at the time, he couldn't afford it. So because he wasn't playing, I said, you know what? I'm not going to play. I get home. My grandmother says, yeah, so the school called me and they told me that you quit basketball. And I said, well, yeah, because I can't afford to play. And, you know, Jamal, my friend, he can't afford to play. So I'm just I'm just not going to do it. Uh, I, we don't have a ride to, to the school. You know, we were walking to and from practice. I'm talking about at least 10 miles. I'm not, not even, not even joking. It was taking over an hour to get home after practice. And we were doing that. I was doing it myself because that's something that I love to do. So walking home, it was nothing. It was like, this is therapeutic, I guess. But when I got home, my grandmother, she says, yeah, I heard that you quit the team. Um, but I talked to the school and they're willing to let me make payments. Oh, I heard that, but I was a stubborn, um, 15 year old child who knew better. And I made up my mind, damn it. So I told her, I said, 
No. Said I'm not playing. I'm not gonna play. Now at this at this same time, me and my grandmother do not have the greatest relationship. When I tell y'all, I was a knucklehead. I mean, I was a knucklehead. I was the kid who was, you know, I just, I was hardhead. I didn't listen. I wanted to be out in the streets, wanted to have fun. I used to take money out of my grandma's purse. Like, I did stuff like that. So we didn't have the greatest relationship at that time. And so for my grandmother to call the school to negotiate a way for me, somebody who, again, I was hardheaded, stubborn, um, obnoxious. Like, I was causing her all type of headaches. And she still said, no, I wanted to do this for you. It goes to show how a lot of times our stubbornness, our ignorance can get in the way. And we don't see how we actually have help. How we actually have people that love us, people that look out for us. um, That we have assistance. Even if it's coming from somebody you might have a problem with. So my own lack of understanding at that age caused me to not see what my grandmother was doing for me. It caused me to not see my own importance because if she's willing to do that, she must have saw in me something like I'm going to do this for you. You have a talent. I want you to. um, I want you to pursue that. And I know that she struggled with communicating. She didn't know how to come out and say that. So that was her gesture. And I just completely disregarded it. And it's like, where a lot of people would see that as, and I saw this too, as a disrespect towards my grandmother. And it was, don't don't get me wrong, it was disrespect towards my grandmother because we were having problems at that time. But more importantly, It was a slap in the face to me right now. It was a, I turned my back on myself. I didn't know that at the time and I'm not being hard on myself now. I look back at that moment and that is the person that I live for today. Like I go hard because of that 15 year old kid who didn't know what he was doing. I have to reach back and forgive him for what he didn't know. Because if I don't, then I'm going to look back at that moment. I'm going to look back at him and everything that he did that I did at that time. And I'm going to have regret. And that's going to be like an anchor that just weighs me down and doesn't allow me to move forward to strive to go to that next level to learn the lesson that's needed to inspire because all in all that's what all of this is about for me when you're looking at the logo that says alien life podcast when you're looking at the title that says what the fuck is your problem it all comes from that moment of loss and seeing that the loss is needed for us to inspire 
And it's only because we don't understand that loss. We don't learn the lesson that we need to learn in order to get to that next step, the next phase of life, in order to get to the inspiration, to reach back and say, you know what? I forgive you. I forgive you. Because if I don't forgive myself, how can I forgive anybody else? It's not about forgetting. It's about forgiving. Because you forgive, that's the weight off your shoulders. If you don't forgive, you carry this weight around like Atlas carried the world. And it just weighs you down. Nobody's going to take that weight. Nobody's going to hold that for you. That is for you to carry. And it's also for you to put down. But you have to go back to what do you believe in? And if you don't see yourself, that's the start of your problems. We have to begin to believe in. We we have an external belief of everything. And it distorts our reality. It causes us the most problems. And it's not until we turn that belief internally that we can start to do things at a greater level. I thought I just saw, heard somebody trying to come up. Maybe I'm tripping. But if you are trying to come up, please do. Um, I would love to discuss this with anybody who is interested, um, who's willing to come and talk. But I'm also a talker myself. So hey, if y'all wouldn't listen, I'll talk all day. Because I just love to uh, share my story and to inspire. Because what better, um, what better feeling is there, to know that you inspire some someone, that you assisted somebody in, you know, solving a problem, overcoming an issue, believing in themselves. When that light turns on, I'm telling you, the superhero comes out, the cape. You're unstoppable. You got theme music. Dun, 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 dun. Like everything is is a lot more fulfilling. Like I look forward to things now. And it's because I can look at those moments like that. To look back at my 15-year-old self and say, why did I do that? And it's bringing it back to the original point that I wanted to make was I went back to that person to that age, to that um, event, because that is where I had to make a change. That is where I had to make a change, because for my life, I blamed. That was a big what if. What if I would have went to practice? What if I never would have quit? What would have happened? Where would I be today? What if, what if, what if, what if? So I decided I wasn't going to what if anymore. I decided personally, I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to believe in myself. And I challenged myself. I'm 36 right now. So this is about six years ago. I was uh, just approaching 30, so six or seven years. And I told myself that I was going to train myself in basketball, develop my skills, and that 
Um, I would then take that, create a team, and we were going to go after uh, winning a championship. And so I began to literally take those steps. I bought myself a basketball hoop, a basketball. I started watching um, instructional videos like I was a high school, like I was back in high school. I'm in classes watching people instruct other high schoolers on how to play basketball. And here I am listening, doing the drills and everything. Do you know how uncomfortable that was? Like you're around high school kids and young college kids. And and here you are like, oh, you're the older guy wanting to learn basketball. Like you're 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 practicing, you're dribbling, you're shooting, you're doing all of that. They're learning it more at a beginner stage. You're learning it or doing it more at an advanced stage. So it's like, if you dribble and mess up, oh man, you damn near want to quit. If you miss two shots in a row, it's like, oh, I suck. But I had to do that. You know why? I had to see if I had it in me. I had to prove to myself that I had it in me, that I could sit there, dribble, 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 up, fail and pick the ball back up and do it again and be embarrassed doing it. And after a while, what happened was the opposite. I got better. And because I got better, those same kids that I was working around, they looked for, they looked at me as inspiration. Now we're challenging each other. Because now if I could do it, oh, they better do it. Now I'm the challenge for them and they're a challenge for me. We're now utilizing each other. Now they're motivating and encouraging me to keep going. Now other people my age, older than me, are now like, you know what? Man, you now I want to pick up the ball and now I want to do that. Because they saw what was happening. They saw the progress. They saw when you believe in yourself and you start to... Um, explore, when you start to enact those things, one day, two days, a week, a month, time goes by, and then those improvements show. See, what happens when we just sit down and we don't move, time still goes by, and those improvements don't show, because you didn't do anything. And now you're weighed down because you're like, oh, man, another week went by. If I was just started last week, I would be. How many times do we say that to ourselves before it's a whole year? Now we're a year behind, two years, five years. I quit. I quit because that that world you're carrying around it is now too heavy and it's crushing you. And so. I took that challenge amongst myself to want to do something that I I quit. And me quitting made me have a huge what if. Because I could see where I had enough talent to do something, but I didn't. So it's like, well, I could have went D1. I could have went to the league. I could have... As long as you don't do it, there's infinite possibilities. And if we're being honest with ourselves, that's where we find a comfort in that 
infinite space of possibilities where I can what if all day. I can be an astronaut. I can be a painter. I can be a, a entertainer. I can be rich and famous. And then all of a sudden, I realized, damn, I'm just sitting right here again. Because what I need to do is put my two feet on the ground and start taking those steps. That's hard. Because now I got to go get a basketball hoop. Then I got to get a basketball. Then I got to learn how to dribble and learn how to shoot. And then when I'm going to do that, and I still got to work. And I'm 30. Who's going to do that for a 30-year-old? I'm going to look silly. All of that was true. All of it was true. As long as I sat there and believed it. It was all true. The moment that I got up to do it, it was a lie. The moment that I got up to do it, it was a lie. I wasn't too old. There were people out there willing to teach, willing to be a part of. I did, in fact, learn, get better, inspire, which then led to me getting, starting a team on a city team, like an adult league. And that, that team that I started, the first year, it was like ragtag group of just anybody. But I told them, I said, man, I got a feeling like we can make it to the championship. They didn't really believe like I did, though. I did. So when it got time, like every team made the playoffs, when we got in the playoffs, I kid you not. Again, this is an adult league. These are like former players played in high school. You know, I'm not from the area, so I didn't know everybody. But when we get into this playoff game, I get in the game and there's like this two minute stretch where when I say the impossible is happening, it's like the impossible is happening. Like nothing can go wrong. We are losing. All of a sudden, it's like I get a steal, lay it up, we score. Next thing you know, I get another steal, then a, a three. And everybody's just like, hey, you took the game over. I never I didn't go in with that mindset of I'm going to take the game over. I went in with the mindset of I told y'all we're going to win and I was just going to do whatever it takes. And when you look back on the film, you can see what happens. But I didn't go in and say, I'm going to get a steal right here. I'm going to do this. No, I believed in myself. And then the work that I put in, it showed. Not only did we go on and win that game, we went to the championship that year and Every year after that for four years straight. Those same people that were on my team at that time who were adults and some of them were younger. I impacted them in a way where I still talk to them to this day. Like these were some of them were 18 year old kids who are now um, 24, 22, 23. And it's that moment that they saw like. You told us we were going to do something. We didn't believe it. And it happened. Then now that they're like, well, I, I believe more in myself. I want to push myself to a level because I saw you do it. I saw him do it. Like he did it. He's older than me. Everybody said he shouldn't be able to do it. He did it. So what is my excuse? Those are the type of viruses that I want to spread. 
I want to spread inspiration because I know my life is a testament that the lie inspires, that losers inspire everyone. And every time I say that, people get, um, it's like uh, you get an allergic reaction. You know, everyone's, oh, oh, no, no, I'm not a loser. Oh, no. And I understand that because, man, that word, that word, but we're changing it. We are changing it. I am changing it. Loser is no longer a term for you to be afraid of. It's an acronym. It's an acronym that will empower you because a loser is someone who loves outreaching, set expectations, and they are rewarding themselves. To love outreaching, set expectations, rewarding self. A lot of people are, well, you don't want to be selfish. Whoever said anything about being selfish? Why is it that when somebody says to reward yourself, we think of, well, I don't want to be selfish. How come every time we talk about benefiting you, people say, oh, don't be selfish. So we're supposed to give myself to everybody else so that I have less at the end of the day. So then if I ask you for something, you say, hey, I'm sorry. I only got enough for me. Selfish is giving all of yourself to everybody else. So you got nothing left. That's what I define personally as selfish. You just gave everything away. You didn't keep nothing for yourself because self is the most important. So if you're selfish, you're giving yourself away. You don't care. We have to reverse that. You have to love outreaching, set expectations. And what is that? That is what society told you you need to be. You should be. How come you didn't accomplish that by this time? You're you're this age. Why aren't you married? Why don't you have kids? Why don't you have a doctorate's degree? Why don't you have six businesses? Why aren't you a millionaire? Those are set expectations. When you were born, they were already there. You have to love outreaching that to say, okay, you put this in the way. That's what you expect me to be. I'm going to exceed that because you can't expect for me anything. I expect for myself what you see is the the results of that. As long as I allow you to create my expectations, you define my reality. You create my problems. You create my solutions. You own me. We're not here to be property of other people. We're here to own ourselves and our experiences. And you do that by taking command of yourself and your experience. And I'm just sharing my experience in hopes that I can inspire you to want to share your experience. Because me talking to the 15 people that are here right now, and all 15 of us go talk to 15 other people, and then those 15 go talk to 15 more, you don't need a million You just start with one and we pay it forward. And if I inspire you and you inspire somebody at the end of the day, we're all more inspired. 
and I have yet to see an inspired person fail. I've yet to see an inspired person not be remembered, not be appreciated. Now, I see uninspired individuals that are not appreciated, not understood, not remembered, struggle. And so I don't, I don't like that. I don't like to be around it. I don't like to feel it. So if I'm anywhere near you and you are uninspired, you might want to move around. Because one thing we're not doing anymore is being afraid to lose. We don't care if we lose money. I don't care if we lose friendships. I don't care if we lose weight. (laughs) We have to stop being afraid of loss. What I would, I don't even like to be afraid, period. Avoid the fear and learn the lesson. And that's all it takes. Avoid your fear by learning the lesson. Now, it's not easy. Don't get me wrong. It's not easy. We talk a lot and speaking makes things sound easy. But trust me, it is not easy. I just told you, I went back to myself at 15. 15 years later, I was almost 30. So that's a whole 15 years where I'm avoiding myself, like not addressing the problem, not understanding. This stuff does not happen overnight, but it happens overnight. That makes any sense. You just have to begin to do the work. And the first thing that you should do is to believe in yourself more. Stand in front of the mirror. Just stand there. Look at yourself. Think of, sit and just, what's the first thing that comes up? Ooh, I don't like my eyebrows. And reverse it. I do like my eyebrows. Because it's that reflection that we must inspire first, that we must believe in first. And I promise you, if you can look at your reflection and believe in that, you don't have problems when you walk out the door. Matter of fact, you become like a magnet. Because people want to know, how do you do it? Because we're all trying to figure out How do you do it? How did you keep going from Monday to Tuesday to Wednesday to Thursday to Friday? Because I gave up on Wednesday. How'd you get through the week? It is so hard out here nowadays. I don't know if it's just 2020 that reversed everything, but it seems like 2020 added a difficulty multiplier to life. And so when we already have enough stress, enough fear, enough doubt, enough hesitation, why would we want to embody any more of that? We got to start shedding now, y'all. 
it's time to start releasing shit. We got to start letting go. Like, we got to pretend like we at the beach. Like, we was on a family road trip, and we finally made it to the beach. You're running through the sand, taking shirts off, your shoes, your socks to get in the water. We got to start shedding stuff. We got to start running towards that belief in ourselves. Like, it's the water. Because if you know anything about water, water cleanses. Run towards the belief in yourself like it's the water. Allow it to cleanse you. And it only just takes one little thing. I would just say, if you want to take one thing that you can practically apply, stand in front of the mirror, see how long you can stand in front of the mirror before you say something positive about yourself or before you hear something positive about yourself. If you stand in front of the mirror for 10 seconds, within those 10 seconds, did you say something positive about yourself? Or did you stand in front of that mirror and you can't even look? I don't want to look in the mirror. Pay attention to that. Because there is no failure but the failure to understand. So if you stood in front of the mirror and you turned away, give yourself a round of applause. And notice that I stood in front of the mirror and I turned away. The next day, stand in front of it again. This time, I looked at myself for five seconds. That's improvement. You want to chip away at these things. But I'm telling you, it's going to start with you in that mirror. It's going to start with you in that mirror if you want to believe in yourself. Because our reflection is what causes most of our problems. It is that reflection that I had to look at. That I had to go back to and understand and say, you know what? I forgive you. You you didn't really understand, like you didn't have anybody there to talk you through these things, to uplift you, to help you understand. And so you did what you needed to do or what you thought was best at that time. I forgive you for that. And now what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to ensure that I believe in myself to the point where. No one can get me to turn my back on myself again. I'm not going to quit my quit on myself. I may lose, but I'll never quit on myself. I may lose, but I'll never quit on myself. And there there I will be the one to make a distinction between the two because it is that that I did not understand as a 15-year-old child and it's why I chose to quit because I don't want to be a loser. Like uh, I thought I'd be a loser if they found out that my grant, we couldn't afford to pay for the team. Now people going to laugh at me and I'm walking to school and I thought I'd be a loser for that. I thought I would be a loser for that. And then I grew up and that 
story is what I hear being told thousands of times about. So how'd you make it? Well, I used to walk. I basically it was like I did whatever it took. That's what I was doing. I was doing whatever it takes. I was walking home from practice. I was doing all those things. My grandmother was doing whatever it takes. She said, you know what? I'll put a payment plan together so you can play. I was too afraid of what everybody was going to say. Too afraid of being a loser. What the hell is that anyway? Show me anybody who won without ever losing. I'll show you a liar. It don't exist. There's not a person walking the face of this earth that won everything they've ever done. There are more losers than there are winners. So I had to forgive myself for being ridiculous and not even knowing it. Say, boy, you was afraid of the one thing that makes you great? You afraid to lose? Think about that. So you just want to hold on to things? Imagine being afraid to lose weight. Imagine being afraid to lose things that hurt you. This is what we're doing in relationships, holding on to people who mean us no good. Because I'm afraid to lose. I would rather allow someone to mistreat me. I'm afraid to lose. I would rather allow a job to belittle me. I'm afraid to lose. So I would rather quit than to lose. I would rather completely give up than to lose. Excuse me when I say this, but you must be out your damn mind. Gots to be crazy. There is no way, knowing what I know now, that's why I say, you know what, I forgive you. And guess what we about to do? We're about to inspire the world because that anger that I felt, that I felt, like that's a fire inside me now because the world told me that. The world told us to be afraid of, you don't want to be a loser. The world is making us, society is making us quit on each other. Look around, man. We got shit going on in the news and people quitting on each other. We turn our backs on each other because I, uh, uh, I don't want to lose. I keep, I would rather keep all of these people around me who are fake than to lose them all. Go in this cocoon and become a butterfly. You can't be afraid to change. And to lose is to change. You cannot be afraid of change. And to, to compare it to something else. The fear of change 
is why you only want dollars in your pocket. The fear of change <laughs> is why you only want dollars in your pocket. You know what's funny? You go to the store, you buy something. The change is the one thing you give away. Oh, I don't need that. Keep the change. But if, if they keep your dollar bill, you're going to lose your mind. But if they kept 99 cents, you wouldn't even trip. We allow people to keep the change because we want everything else. We want the dollars. We want the accolades. We want, you know, the likes. We don't want the change, though. So you want to be someone else. Just admit that. You don't want to be you. You're afraid to be you. What the fuck is your problem? You afraid to be you. I was afraid to be me. I was afraid to believe that I could be what I knew. No, I can't do that because um, I don't see nobody out here doing that. I can't do that. I, I can't do that. Even doing this right now is something that was hard for me to do. To start this podcast, to talk to you guys right now, because the one thing in the back of your mind is, who's going to show up and listen to me? Who am I going to inspire? Nobody wants to hear my story. But if one person shows up, that's enough. We have to stop being afraid. We have to believe. And if you hear me constantly saying these things over and over again, it's because you see how they link together. Pick one and start at it. It's going to lead you to the other one. How can you believe in anything you doubt? If you doubt it, how can you command it? If you don't command it, how do you not fear it? You can't command anything you fear. You won't express anything you doubt. Matter of fact, you can't hold it. You will give it away. If you doubt, I don't need this. And you're giving it away. What do we doubt most? Ourselves. What do we fear most? Becoming ourselves. What do we need the most? Belief in ourselves. That's going to take me a long way. Belief within yourself will take you a long way. Not only that is what happens is just the faith of a mustard seed. You look in the mirror and you tell yourself, you know what? You are beautiful. You are strong. You are inspiring. You are motivational. You are courageous. That little, little bit you did, that's all it takes. And you begin to inspire yourself. And it's a snowball effect after that. The only thing you need to do is build that consistency. To do it, 
not it's inconsistency doesn't mean you got to do it every day it means you understand your pattern because we think that uh that we're not consistent it's like no you are you're just consistently not showing up for yourself consistently giving to others consistently saying you can't consistently doubting fearing you are consistent though don't ever think you're not how am i consistent is the question rearrange it turn that focus internally and take the fear away and then you're gonna see it's like damn i don't be wanting to speak up because i think that nobody's gonna listen to what i have to say because most people speaking in this arena have a degree and if i don't have a degree you don't add a and then it's like damn so i put most of my belief in a piece of paper i never said that i didn't have the experience i never said that i didn't have the understanding i never said i didn't have the ability what i said was i doubted and i feared that didn't mean you couldn't it mean you didn't what happens when we not get rid of them when we begin to balance that out when we begin when we begin to control that doubt and that fear because it's not that these things are just inherently bad like i'm i trust me i ain't one of those people that be like you gotta get rid of it no if you get rid of it what are you left with think about that your doubt when expressed on yourself hinders you when expressed towards something you don't know gives you clarity and understanding what do i mean if you doubt yourself you're not going to get up and do anything but somebody who gave you a question and you said, I don't know, is I don't know, not knowing is a doubt. You begin to explore those. Let, let me see. Let me see. I doubt it. Let me see if you can do it. I doubt it. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. And then boom. Fear. When applied to yourself, you're stuck. You ain't going nowhere. When you understand it, it's an alarm system. Your fear is heightened when you're around something you're afraid of. So now if you start to feel your heart beating fast or something, now you start looking around like, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. What am I afraid of? Oh my gosh, a lot of people in this gym. I ain't never played in front of a lot of people. Oh, oh, now you understand where it comes from. You can begin to command it. Okay, I'm, I'm, I need to calm myself down, do whatever it takes. Go breathe, go listen to music. It's when you don't know what's going on that you begin to panic. You ever um, <clears throat> been sick or just been in a situation where you didn't know what was happening? You didn't know what was going on? Were you comfortable? I don't think so. And the more you didn't know or understand what was going on, the more anxiety you had. To the point where it's like, you know what, I, 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 I got to get out of here. I got to leave. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, you guys. 
So it's not that these things necessarily mean that you turn it off. You understand them and then you can command it. Because on the opposite end of what? Like, if somebody is very fearful, what's the opposite of that? Somebody who's very courageous? Right. So you go to that courageous person and you ask them, how are you so courageous? And what do they say? Because I overcome my fears. So then you go to the fearful person and you say, why are you so fearful? Because I don't, I, I'm not courageous enough. I can't overcome this. They don't understand. It's not that they can't. They don't understand. When you show them what it is, there's not a person alive that when they see what the problem is, they don't go towards a solution. Not a person alive. And everybody can start thinking of, oh, well, she's not my uncle. He drink too much. Yeah, he might drink too much. That's one thing. I didn't say you're going to get over all of our traumas at one time. But I said, when you see and understand, you move towards correction. They may not see or understand and cannot move towards correction yet. But there are many things in their life. If you stop paying attention to the one negative that they do or my uncle's alcoholic, you will see a lot that they have overcome. And that they still battle with. But if we start to express those things to each other about, you know what? I see you overcoming. I see you overcoming all 28 of y'all. I see y'all overcoming. I appreciate y'all being here. If we start expressing that towards each other, you put a smile on your face. But it's because all we want to do is point out the negatives. Your shoe untied. Hey, man, you you all right? Stop asking people if they all right. Tell them something. Encourage them. Inspire them. You know what's the craziest thing that we do? We wake up in the morning and then we say, we say, good morning. Good morning. Just to have somebody be like, oh, why is it a good morning? Huh? If I said good morning to you and you said back to me like, oh, it ain't a good morning. What just happened to you? I told you good morning. You said, fuck your good morning. And then all of a sudden I said, you know what? Fuck your good morning. But if you come in and you're like, hey, how are you doing? Hope you have a blessed day today. Wonderful day. Like your energy is up. Somebody looking at you, even if they're a damn Scrooge, they're going to look at you and they I don't know why that person always so happy. You hear what they said? I don't know why that person is always so happy. If you could stop and turn around and say, this is why I'm always so happy and show them, they would then start to be happier because they said, I don't know. I don't know. If I knew, I would be happier, but I can't because my mom passed away, I got bills, my wife this, my kids that, I don't know. We don't know, man. I don't know. Science Inspired don't know. I'm only here sharing my story as an experience because it's that that helps us learn. I don't know all the answers. 
But I do know what I'm doing in my life. And I understand that that's all we are is living testaments. So I'm going to put myself out there. And I'm not going to be afraid of who doesn't identify. I'm not going to be afraid of who doesn't understand, who doesn't give a like, who doesn't share. I don't care about all that. Because at the end of the day, if I care about all that, then I still don't care about me. I should be able to go out here and do what I want, say what I want, eat what I want, live how I want, and not have a fear of anything. I did not say I should go out here and do whatever the hell I want to do and have no consequence. I did not say that. I said I should be able to go out here and have the utmost belief in myself without any fear. If I say I'm going to the moon, I should have no fear of you telling me I'm not. But what do we do? We say, I'm about to do this. And then the first thing you hear is that doubter, that hater in your head. Say, you can't do that. And then we sit right back down. Not realizing that that person told us we couldn't because they never will. So why we listen to that person in the first place? Why we listening to people who say we can't because they never will? We got to be better than that. Matter of fact, we are already being better than that. So that's that's how we change that around. As I'm talking to you right now, saying we got to be better to me, that's a negative. That's saying we're not better already. We are. And I know each and every one of y'all that is here right now listening. I know you better than you was yesterday. I know you better than you was 10 minutes ago. You wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be listening to me. We're all on the same journey to get better. So start patting yourself on the back. Get yourself a hug. You know how when we was in church, they always say, turn to your neighbor. Your neighbor is you. Turn to that mirror and give yourself a hug. Pat yourself on the back. Give yourself a high five. Put something fly on. Put something sexy on. Stand in front of the mirror and be like, I'm that. I don't care if you got to tell that shit to yourself till you believe it. Do it. And you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on here, wherever. Find me and message me and tell me, oh, it don't work. When I look at myself and I tell myself positive thing, it don't work. I would love to hear it. Because I'm going to show you that. Oh, no, 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 no. You see what it says? Alien life. It says a lie. That's what you is. You a lie. You didn't do it. Now put the end on that and inspire yourself. The inspiration comes when you do it. Until then, we all just a lie. But I told y'all, we inspire. That's action. Put that action behind your name and inspire yourself. Put the action behind your name and inspire yourself. And watch how you inspire others. I appreciate everybody who stayed with me, who joined in. Um. I'm going to do this a lot more often. Um, what the fuck is your problem is actually a segment that I wanted to start on Clubhouse, wanted to start on uh, Twitter spaces, and I just I just didn't. But I started it here today, and I'm thankful for each and every individual that was here. We're going to continue this. We'll bring it back next week. How about that? And um, 
if I leave you guys with something, I just want to say, you are what you believe. Believe. Inspire. And I hope that everyone has uh, a blessed evening, a blessed night, and I hope to see y'all back next week. I'm going to start following some of y'all now. Matter of fact, I'm going to follow everybody that's in here um, because I appreciate y'all. And if we spread more inspiration, we receive more inspiration. And on that, once I'm done following everybody, I'm going to close this space out. Thank everybody again, man. I, I like this inspired me for real. All 29.